So let me tell you about that time I murdered somebody. <laughs> Alright guys, this is Tony Shava, your Jive as Alien, of course, here with my co-host... Beth. Just Beth. Just Beth. Uh, we're not going with Bob, still not? Beth, only Beth? Just Beth. What about Beth, uh, Instagram Beth? So we call you Bib. <laughs> I just came over there right now. I mean, you can think it over. <laughs> it's all good. I used to be called Beth Diggity. BD, that's not bad, Beth Diggity. Well, I mean, that's my initials anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. I still got to go back to the episode. I think we accidentally name-dropped somebody, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did that on a lot of episodes. Yeah, like, the one... You should hear the one that I'm trying to do with my dad. Like, just the first five minutes, it's like every sixth word I have to, like, bleep it out. He's like, yeah, so-and-so. It starts out with, like, his brother, and he's like, bleep, bleep, bleep. And then, of course, my dumbass just follows along. He's like, I, I got to block all that out. Just record you saying so-and-so and put it over... Each time. No, it's just blank, but no, that'd be funnier. Like, um, I gotta do something, something weird. Um, so on this episode, or probably the next two episodes, we're gonna start talking about our little adventures in in, uh, in storage. Um, started out, so about 2010, I quit my job. Uh, you know, I already stayed at the pharmacy. I told my family, like, we might end up on the street. It's all good. We got too much junk anyway. Uh, so it's kind of a precursor to the storage, honestly. Because <laughs> it was like, we were gonna be bums. But so 2010, I started looking for work for about a year, a year, sorry, a month. And then I just said, nah, screw, screw that noise. So I joined the military and went there and I used that to get me into for school. And so I ended up going to Fresno City for my AA in uh, business administration. Mm. And they gave me a little money. And at the same time, I they had this program where I was able to work at the VA. So for a, and they pay you, they gave you like a certain uh, stipend or something. And for a bit, I did that, and for some reason, I decided to work not only in the VA, but the, the emergency room in the ER. So late at night, I would work there from like 11 till 3 in the morning or something like that. And, dude, the stuff you see in the VA, it's just nuts. But I, I was able to connect with the veterans, but just the, the craziness you see of people coming in from the non-important, and you're just watching the, the emergency board or whatever, just people popping in, popping out, and course people dying or we're having to take up people to get i'm wheeling people around to get um x-rays and stuff like that it was nuts so you saw that like kooky stuff in the back but i ended up getting my aa in like 2000 in 2013 about december or so i graduated um and then i had looked up the dates but in july of 2014 is when i started working at storage that sounds about right because yeah. we worked together for about two years yeah so i got fired in april 2016 but so let's was go. it April? Yeah, April. Hmm. Remember, I even have the the calendar where it says, like, oh, that's right, Tony's last day. The, the end of May is when I... All right, so April, let's say, no, July 2014. Um, through When I was in AA, uh, we talked about it. I met that one dude in business law school. I still remember. We wore the same shirt. It was very uh, fashion faux pas. <laughs> and we both, like, he's very big into Metallica. And uh, they were just very desperate for friends. I don't know, did they ever... Yeah, they they were pretty desperate for friends, especially in this area, because they had just moved there from Modesto, so they didn't oh, know the, anybody. Yeah. Okay. Just me, basically. <laughs> it's because they, I'm the only one they worked with. But so, like, around what time did they transfer over, I guess? Do you remember, roughly? Um, 
I don't remember because I was still working at the Shaw location is before I had transferred to Blackstone fully. So it's oh, I don't know, maybe about a year before I you arrived. That's kind of what I was thinking because that's not very recent at all. I mean, not to I'm definitely not want to talk about being an extrovert, but <clears throat> they were pretty extroverts, and for them over a year and haven't made any friends, it seems mm-hmm. kind of like okay. I know they were Maybe older. That's being a little bit generous, probably not quite that long, but it's still, you know, pretty long time. Well, and she's, you know, meeting people all the time, so they, there's, we're supposed to have, you know, uh, people skills, I guess. Mm-hmm. And what's up? On it. Oh, because mm-hmm. you had a little like, I got a long speech coming. Um, no, I'm just breathing in. <laughs> just breathing like a normal human. <laughs> all, Filtering out the carbon dioxide. Well, I got the. Don't leave that here. <laughs> And so the guy was going to school for a while, too. I Well, I have no clue what schooling he was going for, but, you know, we met and we talked. We were about the same age. We are a couple years older than, you know, your average student. It was weird when you get the people that just came in. And, you know, I'm 27. 20, yeah, 27, because I left the military right. Well, I left the training right on my birthday. And, I don't know, it was a, somehow we connected, and they were just, like, basically dragging me. Did you ever go to their house? Did you ever hang out with them? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Well, you work right there, so it's... it's where the apartment was on the property. I went in their house before it was their house. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Like, while they were still doing making it, though? No, just while the previous manager was there. Oh. Like, come over, have some... There was another a- person desperate for, for friendship? No, she was just, you know, hey, you want to come over, hang out for a sec before you head home? It's like, sure. Just like, you're buying. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> you don't drink, so I don't know, like... Just, yeah, I think I just had some soda or some coffee or something like that. But you always took pity on us, like losers. That's probably how we became friends. You're like, oh, make your dumb stuff. <laughs> well, so how, and that's one thing we kind of talked about before. But how can I'm sure they offered you the job, right, to be like a, a manager? Because you always the assistant manager or the ass no. managers like to come. They never. Well, asked? someone had talked to me about it before, and I said no because I didn't want to move. No, but you can keep both houses because they pay your rent, right, and utilities? Yeah, rent and utilities. Well, you would know better than that, but... Um, yeah, they pay our utilities. And they're like, I was like, can I be a manager and not live on site? They said no, so I said no. Nope. <laughs> That's simple. Yeah, it's... Because there's, I think, a few properties. I kind of did a lot of looking into it because I almost... Later on, I almost transferred to the mm-hmm. arena location, but... Um, so I started working there in July, and the guy that the regional manager, he was a very cool guy. We we talked about it before, and you could always tell it's not. He, I could always feel like he always always for us versus them. Like mm-hmm. they always gave mm-hmm. him flack. I mean, there's so many times he came to do his little reports on you know our our. Um, he kind of did this like okay. Um, you know what you're I'll, doing. I'll, yeah, I'll, I gotta say I did it, so I I'll do it so I can say I did it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not gonna follow through and. Like you know, really it. scrutinize you guys for it. Well, the thing that always bugged me, and we picked it up really fast, because like I said, uh, I got fired April 2016, so just under two years. But within that time, you know, we built up our numbers. Yeah. Was our, our the way where you might not even remember, but whenever our numbers were the best, were they were they like the best they ever were before? Or have you ever hit those marks? As far as as long as I've been working there, they were the best. See, so, yeah, take that, company. <laughs> like, we made them it's better. It's like we had, I remember the first time I went over to Blackstone after working at Shaw because we had our, our pages with our available units on it. 
Yeah. And the one at Shaw was at least three pages long. And I went to the one at Blackstone, and it's like, okay, print out a fresh one. It's like, it's only one page. <laughs> Half oh. a page. <laughs> wait, wait. What? <laughs> wait, but you were always jumping back and forth? Or? Yeah, it was the first time I went over there to jump back and forth. Okay, so, well, before, so before I was there, the numbers were really good at Blackstone? Yeah, but after you were there, they got better. So even after one page? Because, I mean, we... Because was... it was like one, one page, yeah. but by the time you left, it was like maybe three rows. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Because we did, and because I remember we had to like switch up a lot of stuff, especially like the last couple months or so where we used to take units that were big, you know, certain size and reduce them to two or even or vice versa. Yeah. Because th- those were doing really good. Mm-hmm. You know, as as more of I think I dig out these memories, like the more sad it feels. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but this is, that's the past. So it's okay. We could be like, haha, you didn't, you didn't break us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so we started working there. What were your first? Do you remember what were your first impressions of it? Were you like, oh, this some? Uh, so let's see how long he lasts. Cause no, I think I was like, yay, manager. <laughs> I get some time off. <laughs> well, how long were you without a manager between? Uh, probably about a month, cause that they, they have. <laughs> it's funny because they have such high hiring standards and it's really hard to find somebody that fit the criteria because yeah. you couldn't have any DUIs on your record in the past 10 years and everybody had, had DUIs. So I remember um, when I was still working at Shaw, um, the the manager there, she was um, interviewing to replace a guy they had fired and I was sitting in on some of the interviews and She'd be like, you know, interviewing someone really like them and it's like, okay, yeah, you know, we'll call you back. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before you go, do you have any DUIs? He was like, yeah. She's like, oh, dude, seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry. We can't hire you then. He and like, the- all, like, so got to the point where she started the interview with, do you have DUIs? I'm sorry. Yeah. We can't hire you. You got to go. <laughs> well, well, isn't that on the application or something? Like. I don't, I don't. I don't think they did applications. They always just did resumes because they posted it through Craigslist. I think you know. In my current job, we've hired or we almost exclusively hired through. I think I got it that way through Craigslist. So that should tell. And we don't have the best people either. Not not. <laughs> a, I mean, there's better ones, but there's some that are like sketchy. There's some that show up and you're just going like, let's see how long you last. We play mm-hmm. the let's see how long you last game. But especially from hiring there, it totally feels like maybe Craigslist is not the best place to hire from. But you know, what do we know? We're not on that side. Yeah, it's free, so. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the only criteria mm-hmm. that these. So, so that's where a lot of it sort of uh, came from, though. Where we don't have the highest standard of you know the, the corporate side. They present this sort of thing, and I remember the stress because the pay was real low from yeah. across the board, manager to assistant manager. But for manners, the thing they throw in right away is like, oh, but you, you get free rent. Free rent. And it was kind of like, well, whoop do Because I was living with my sister at that time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I finished up school. And so I was looking to do something. And, and I was still in the military. So they had to sort of accommodate that, which wasn't a big deal. But um, I remember, the, like, the guy was. <laughs> yeah, for you. <laughs> yeah, I was the I one that school. had to accommodate you. <laughs> so, yeah, you had to cover those days. Especially those two week those ones. Those two week huh? ones. Yeah, yeah those, those must have been brutal. <laughs> And I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you're like, I've, I've been. You've been holding that in for quite a while. And like, now that it's gonna be recorded, you're like, this is my time to stab you in the face, you bastard. Revenge. <laughs> yeah. Like, say now, huh? What do you think? What, what's what's what were your real thoughts about that, jerk face? 
So we live, <laughs> I live on the property and that's kind of what I was able to deal with. Well, let's tell some of the, the previous story. How long, we talked about it before, but how long was the guy before me there? Do you remember? He was there, like before I, I think less than a year. Oh, yeah. But that yet. guy was, he was so dumb and he was such a jerk and I, I was more than happy to see him leave. They fired him. Oh, he was fired. He was fired. I can't remember why. <laughs> but I remember that he was fired. <clears throat> and so, and, uh, yeah. He, he had a wife and kid or he something? He had a wife and two boys. So they lived no, on the property? Two boys and a girl. Wow. Three. So there's five people in that two-bedroom apartment. It's good size. Like, I use one <laughs> as an office. Like, the, it has that long L living room that I like. Yeah, I think what they did is the little L part, like, where you had your workout equipment set up yeah they kind of curtained that off and made that a room for one of their kids oh okay so they had yeah well, i could see that how that was done like i had the dining room and you know i've i had people over like my family once in a while but it was nice good size but you're still sort of surrounded by your tenants you know mm-hmm. you're living on there yeah like you know we said before you know a lot of people ask me um before you got hired and we were without a manager, the, like, our people that came in and talked to us a lot, you know, like the auction buyers and stuff oh, like yeah. that, they're like, yeah. why, don't you, why don't you manage it? It's like, because I need to be able to go home from work at the end of the day. Yeah, I can only take, <laughs> I can only take so much of this yeah. nonsense. And I'm sure they told me all that stuff and <clears throat> it's something new, something like a new adventure. And I have actually done, before that, for like a real brief period in Salem, I worked at his place as an apartment manager. Mm. And I did it, um, I can't remember what year it was, I'm, I'm sure I was probably going to school at that time, but I I got hired, and the, the person trained me, I think for like a month, and then as that month started closing in, little by little I started realizing like, oh no, I got like one year contract, so I have to be there. And so mm-hmm. there was like, I started panicking, there was no way, so at the last minute I backed out of it, and I made some terrible excuse, I might have said like I'm going off to war, I don't know. <laughs> I just remember, I just, <clears throat> I felt like, that's one of the few times in life, I feel like a complete coward, but I was like, you know what, it's my own sanity and well-being, like, I'm, I'm not doing this, and <clears throat> I managed to get out of it, and I started training, it's funny, like, I got training, and then I just turned around and started training somebody, <laughs> like, hey, this is going to be your new apartment, that's right next to the office, but just the client, you know, you had your Section 8 stuff, and so, mm. it, it was okay <clears throat> overall, but... Just that whole, like, well, you're locked in for a year. And, again, kind of like my my, my little <clears throat> thing last episode where, well, I don't like being told what to do. Like, so I'm going to join the military. <laughs> yeah. and, and that was kind of the what? point. <clears throat> and I totally, I like how I was able to, you know, I like how how much, um, well, I don't know, respect or what Mark had that he was just kind of like, wait, wait a minute. He, like, I, I was, <laughs> he kind of stopped you. He's like, wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> Let me get this straight. <laughs> yeah, so it played out way better because I was like, oh, Mark's smart enough. He'll know that I'm just like completely like, yeah, I know what was happening. But he was just kind of <laughs> like, and it was funny. It, it, it gave off more than I thought it would do. So that was hilarious. But yeah, <laughs> so through that, you know, I didn't want to do this this thing. And, and so I bailed on that. And I was making a little bit of money. Like I was living with my sister, so I didn't have to pay too much. Like I helped her out with rent and stuff. But I, I needed my own thing. And that's kind of, I guess, the other reason that I pushed me towards the, the storage place. Have my own place. And I was better off than that guy because, so for him, even they built, <clears throat> let's start with his um, embarrassing stories, but. Yeah, might as well. He was a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, wrought iron fence that was around the apartment. When I moved in, yeah. Yeah, they put that there because of him. Yeah. 
And he's like, you got homeless people knocking on my window in the middle of the night. And it's like, you know, that's a lie. <clears throat> it's like, I have my kids living there. We need to be able to protect the windows from, you know, people getting in. The reason he was saying all that is because he was making a lot of enemies with our tenants. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we didn't touch on that. I just know of the one, but, like, how so, like, how was he making enemies? Just, you know, um, well, there's the the one talking about the uh, the attack on his car. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Tell that story. It's a fun well, story. Well, there's a tenant there who was definitely not right in his head. Very not right in his head. He, uh, there, it was a... Mother and a father in middle aged with a like a twenty year old son, mm-hmm. and the son was <clears throat> it was huh. absolutely certifiable. He, they were homeless, which okay. you know, um, I I told the manager anyone calls from a Motel Six number don't mm-hmm. sell to them because they're homeless, and that became we, we made a list of criteria. <laughs> you oh, know, you you like, had one too. No, it's just you, you and I. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We made a list of criteria. I was going to do that later, but yeah. Any of those, you know, don't sell to them. Don't sell to them. So these people called from a Motel 6, and he ended up renting to them. And, of course, the son was hanging out there all day. They, he set up a little living room in there. So they had, like, a probably a ground one? Yeah, they had 10 one by 10? They had one of the 10 by 24s or something oh. like that. The one right next to, you know, the the father and son metalworking metalworks right by your apartment yeah i don't know it was father and son but yeah yeah Yeah, it was like right next to that like on the on the back wall or the side wall yeah Yeah. like right at the corner by the the manager's apartment Mm. and he just he set up a little living room in there and he'd have the door open but he had this hobby of making videos where he was a wrestler (laughs) crap talking other wrestlers Oh, so those you, promos like, like, listen here, brother, this yeah. Sunday I'm going to take you down. and Yeah, yeah, yeah it was stuff <clears> like that. <throat> so he made these videos of himself. He never actually wrestled anybody because he had no friends. <clears throat> but um, there was one time I was like, I was in the office because you can see that, that unit from clearly from, from the office. Yeah. And I look up and he's walking around in his underwear, a pair of briefs, and some women's knee-high boots. <laughs> What color? I don't know. I don't remember, but I was just like, oh, hell no. And I'm not going to go over there and tell him to put some damn clothes on yeah. if he's half naked. So <laughs> yeah. So I called Eddie. Oh, sorry. Said his name. So I called <laughs> yeah. the manager. What's his last name? No, I, don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> and said, you know, um, your boy's over there. He's half naked. Can you tell him to put some damn clothes on? It was his day off, I'm assuming. It was, it was his day off. So, yeah, he, he he's like, yeah, don't, if he's... Walking around in his underwear, don't don't go up to him. I'll, I'll take care of it. <laughs> I wasn't so. planning on, yeah. So he went over there and you know told him stop doing that. So they had to downgrade because they're they couldn't afford the larger unit, so they went to a smaller unit. And I forget what he did. He did something. He said something to the kid. Oh, the manager. Yeah. Yeah, the manager said something to the kid that really pissed him off. So so it wasn't even the stop wrestling thing. I thought that's what it was, but it wasn't even. No, the whole, it was something uh-huh. else. Because it was after they had moved units. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but so so it really pissed the kid off, and he was with both of his parents, and neither of his parents told him, "Don't do this," because they saw him. They must. They saw him do it, but <laughs> but worse than that, they saw him prepping to do it. He had taken a cup, mm. and crapped in a cup, 
and then took the cup over to the manager's wife's car. Oh, shit. <laughs> and smeared it all over. And so his parents were here through that the, the whole thing. And not once did they tell him. Well, even if they, they, they might have told him not to do it, he could yeah. have been an abusive child, which happens a lot. Mm. You know, he's like, I'm going to do it anyway. You know, don't tell me what not to do. So, he, yeah, in, in the end, his the manager's wife's car got piss and crap smeared all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Just from a cup, though. That's kind of impressive. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I don't know why, because I was exaggerated, but in my head, I had imagined that he just basically stood and, like, like squatted over it. No, that would have been funnier. That would have been, yeah. But, yeah, you watch the cameras, you sh- see him, like, you know, go over there with the cup and start, like, doing something to the car, and then they leave real quick. It's, like, right before they locked the gates. Oh, so it was at night? Yeah, it was yeah. at night. And I guess um, I saw him messing with his wife's car. Hmm. And he saw what he did, and he chased them out of the gate. And he was ready to kick their ass. So he said. This was his side of yeah. the story. The, the, the macho. Like... Yeah, he, he was definitely one of those. So he was going to beat up. tell his wife wore the pants in the family. He, so he was going to beat up a 20-year-old kid. and. Mm-hmm. Uh... But anyway, uh, yeah, the, the man, previous manager before you, he was just a tool and... The classic uh, talks the talk and doesn't want to walk. Yeah, yeah. He he must have thought I was an idiot, too, because he kept trying to lie to me to uh, be able to go and, you know, screw up and mess around while on the clock. So it wasn't like me when I tell you I'm going to go do marketing and I go, like, go sleep in, I don't know, somewhere, just drive around. Yeah, that was the ultimate, you know, excuse. And so many managers before him used it. I was, I knew what it meant. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go do marketing. And it's like, when you went marketing, you were gone from maybe an hour, two hours tops. Yeah. And this guy, these guys, you know, I'm going to go do marketing. It's an all-day thing. Okay, so I was in the word. I I always, honestly, I felt, especially towards the end, I felt bad because I knew the type of shit that happened. But there was this a certain type of shit you were doing when you said you were gonna go to marketing. No, I'm saying like as far as like I knew like at the at the stores like that's why I always said like look if anything happens just just email me te- or email me text me or call me and mm-hmm. I'll come by because there was like, quite a bit of moments where we had rough you know we'll get to all that stuff mm-hmm. but so I started there the the kid and and I think I know the afterwards so the, this um and I should have started this off like this but. It's going to be a lot as far as related to the homeless people. And you and I have a very strong opinion as far as the homelessness, especially the problem here in Fresno. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are going to think, like, we're insensitive or what have you. It's like, it's but, like no, we just had to deal with them a lot. We know the way they really are. And, and would you say the majority of them aren't bad? Cause, or would you say... It, it I'd just, say the minority of them aren't bad. Aren't bad, right? It's, so it's The minority is definitely the, okay, just a bad strain of circumstances yes but the majority of them and are they out get there out of because it because of their own yeah they, they get out of it it's yeah. temporary yeah but the majority of them are out there because of their own poor choices but that in storage is supposed to be a temporary solution but even me when i you know when i move out i have this tiny storage in a different place and this is over like maybe almost two years now and, and i'm paying it just went up again and i like if i know of course <laughs> i was from the the sort of the business side where like all oh, these morons had their story for 10 years like just get rid of it and i'm definitely in the same boat <laughs> and so i sound like an idiot but it's like oh man i need to get rid of it. it's a small one and there's most of the stuff i don't want but it's just like i don't know how to get rid of it you know mm-hmm. but anyway um well, it's funny even because we talk about the, the homeless people, but those specific people, the f- mother and the son, 
when I was there, they were fine, right? Like the, yeah, they were the, fine with you. <clears throat> it's just my my uh, my my must that I give off. Like, I, I guess. Just pheromones. Well, and it's funny because little by little throughout the the almost two years that I was there, we watched his transition where he kept yeah he um going back to those uh those female uh, boots or yeah what? those female boots. We started like having a sex change. I don't know if it was I like know, I don't know if it was a full on sex change, but he was definitely cross dressing like the uh, the opposite sex there. Realize, you know, maybe, I mean, you know, he He's was a woman trapped in a man's body. So, you know, realize that, you know. He likes tights. I don't know. Yeah, he likes tights. <laughs> well, like, so throughout the time, you know, him and his mom would come in and gradually you just see him like he starts coming in. Like, I don't know if he came in a dress or what, but I remember like a wig and had like lipstick and on. Makeup, yeah. And, and he just come in like nothing. And just like, and he liked us or they liked us. So. Um, I never got any feces smeared on my. Too bad I did. You see the episode title of the last episode of like feces on the stage, <laughs> so I can't use the, <laughs> that as the title. So I forgot something nicer. But you know they were always and he come in just casually. I don't even remember what we talked about, but we just talking and then you know, they leave or whatever. And I think the first time I just looked at you and I was like, did did that? Did what we just? Is that who I think it is or something? Like yeah. Uh-huh. We, we just did a quick. Like, like, I didn't you know? really recognize him, but I recognized his mom. Yeah, so you figure like you've always came with your son, so I'm assuming that's who it is, you know. Yeah, it's funny because, uh, well, it's not funny, but uh, the unit was rented under her husband's name. Oh. And uh, apparently he uh, up and left them. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, can I get this changed to my name? Because I have no idea where he is, and he just <laughs> left us in the middle of the night. But I was like, it's in his name. He Only he can make the changes to the account. And she's like, but I don't know where he is. I was like, then just leave it the way it is. Yeah. She's like, but what if he comes in in the middle of the night and takes everything? I'm like, change the lock. <laughs> so you're giving him options. Yeah. Because yeah. we had to do, um, when they didn't, after a certain period, if they didn't pay. Okay, so let's kind of backtrack a little bit. That whole, the sort of bleeding heart type stuff. There was a some of those people that. <laughs> well, there's some of those people that like was it was like you said it was legit. They had under rough circumstances. It was always the younger ones that were like, either the very young or the very old that were very like, um, like pathetic. <laughs> Just to put it mildly, uh, kind of the, that wasn't temporary, you know. Yeah, cause, cause it, yeah, there wasn't really that many, you know, well, not middle aged, but you know, like thirty year olds that, that were, were in that situation for very, very long. It's usually like the 20 to 30s and the 30s to 50s or something yeah 40s to 50s because there were so many that that's and that's kind of where it comes from it was always the older ones where you know they got to a certain point where we're gonna sell them and it's so this this kind of to people think like we just lock them out they don't pay one time because we got that complaint from every single person that went Mm. to auction but it was like a two and a half month process, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like you. Know, oh, you made you missed one payment. We're auctioning you off. No, yeah. We had, there was legal guidelines we had to go by that took about two months. And we don't want your crap. We, we don't, don't got nowhere to take crap. it. Yeah, because most of the time it is crap. And you know we do the yeah. whole emphasis where like don't put in food, don't put in this, don't put in that. People do it anyway. That's how you get rats and roaches. And and you know we mm-hmm. get accused of like well we're not maintaining why. I'm not watching an individual putting their stuff in, you know, like, yeah. I don't and care what you And once it's in have. there and locked, we don't have the right to cut the lock and go in there and it, see people, what they put in there. And on auction day, when it's been over two and a half months, uh, you know, that's when we open it up 
and that's the only time we open it up. Not mm-hmm. to grab what we want. Not to, it's all on camera. It's all documented. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. So Yeah, anyway. lots of legal guidelines go through auctioning off someone's unit. Yeah, so these these shows where they, sh- you know, open up a storage, storage unit and there's storage. like all these, you know, priceless crap in there. That That's bull crap. Most of the time it's just <clears throat> literally people's junk. <laughs> and it wasn't even till the like the last half of the year where it was a it was a story that was there for quite a long time where we oh uh, are you talking about the guy you had to keep going to the no 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 uh, i'll say i'll probably say that for the second half because that's that's where oh I, I gotta build up yeah. my ire but no the one that we finally opened up and there was actually a car in there it wasn't a great car but it was like huh. a dodge something it was in the middle lane i remember that yeah there was the car and a, a sofa a leather sofa in there I don't know if it was leather. I think it was like a whole sofa set, but it was, it was nice. The sofa was much nicer than the car. Like the car I didn't think you, run. Didn't you like go to the guy who <clears throat> buy it and it's like how much you couldn't charge for that? It, I might have. Like um, I don't even remember. But they sold it and everything. I remember one time <clears throat> there was a guy, uh, a tenant we had. He was the sweetest, sweetest old man. But he must have passed away because he always came in and paid on time. He had Parkinson's mm-hmm. disease. Oh, sure. And he had... I think he had a can- cancer because he had this huge lump on his neck. But he was just so sweet. He always came in, called me kiddo, and chat with me for a little bit. And he yeah. was never late on his storage. But then, you know, one month the, the payments just stopped coming. We couldn't get a hold of him or anybody. So we think he passed away. Mm. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. It was at, at our facility? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was while you were there. You might remember <clears throat> it. Um, oh, shoot, up. I did it. I thought it was before <laughs> me, and I feel terrible. No, no, no. Continue. <laughs> You you might remember the unit, but maybe not so much the guy because he always came in during my shifts. Oh. Um, but they opened his unit to sell it at auction, mm. and it was full of old uh, weapons, oh. like swords. There was a crossbow in there, lots of uh, firearms. I think he was in the military. Mm. So firearms. I yes. definitely don't remember that. Yeah. So I was like. You know, I, I'm pretty sure you were there at the time. I, but if not, then whoever... Might have been around that yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, whoever came in and told me that uh, what was in that unit. It's like, dude, I want to go see. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like... <laughs> and it, like, we had we had two main auction buyers that were usually bought up everything. At least and, 80, 90% of the... Yeah, yeah. but uh, I thought for sure one of them would go for this unit because of the potential with it. But it's actually a guy who, that was his first auction he had come to that bought that unit. So I was oh. like, oh man, if it was, you know, our one normal guy, he'd let me go in there and root around. <laughs> but, you know, this guy, you know. Not even to like try to like get something, but just to see it. Because that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty cool. So did it go real high or something? Or? Oh yeah, it sold for a lot. And you can, so it's one of those where you open up and you could totally see everything? Yeah, well, well, no. No, not at first. I, I don't think. I think you. It was just there packed. was a couple of swords you could see. Oh, but most man. everything were in locked cases. Oh man! Like all the valuable stuff was in locked cases. So maybe that's why it didn't go, or our, our normal guys didn't go for it. Because that uncertainty. Because they've been burned before. People yeah. put garbage in like these real nice cases, and all you yeah. get is a nice. Um, yeah, because they're not allowed <clears throat> to touch anything. They can look. Not allowed to go in there. They can look at it from the door. Sometimes they kind of poke their head in, but I mean, you don't Some really see brought, You know, these high-powered flashlights oh, yeah, yeah, they got and stuff yeah. like that. But they, they weren't allowed to go inside and touch anything before they bought it. So, um, so maybe he didn't realize what was in there at the time. but Because um, you didn't go, you know, because you had to take care of the stuff. So you were yeah, always in the office. I, I was, yeah, I, I think I went out on an auction once. Yeah. 
And because, yeah, I was always taking care of things. I think it was because the auction was happening while you were at your two week military deal. Okay, because I don't, yeah, there was a few where I missed because of that. Yeah. yeah. So they, <clears throat> the auctioneer was just like, just lock up the office and go out there with me. So, um, do you remember if it was the manager, the one that was cool, the one that hired me? Was it him? No, no, it was the last, it was the last one, man, uh, auctioneer we had. It, it might, maybe that's why you don't remember. It might have happened when, when you weren't there. Cause I think I remember opening up the unit. Well, I'm trying to remember who was the manager. Like, cause we had three when I was there. We had the guy that hired me and then mm-hmm. the, the, the lady. Girl. Yeah. And, and then, then that the, useless the, guy. Yeah, the useless the, guy. He was the, the, he was the, the, oh my God. He was, yeah. <laughs> he was their the puppet from day one. Oh uh, yeah, totally. But the auctioneer was, um, the last one we had before we quit um i don't remember our last auctioneer because our regional manager used to do the auction there first right he hated it but he yeah always, yeah he started out as an auctioneer oh and I they they promoted him they promoted him to regional manager which is put the quotes because yeah you're not um not I, a career i don't think they promoted him because he was doing a good job i think they promoted him because they were desperate and yeah they needed somebody, needed somebody. <laughs> yeah but yeah, I liked him. He was he was very um, straightforward, straightforward, down to earth. And he knew like so he, he like our numbers were good, so he just leave us alone. Yeah, like, basically, you guys are doing fine. He come and hang out. Like we were never, of course, my first one I was probably like a little nervous, but we were never like ah oh, they're coming and we gotta act up mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay. He just come in and hang out, and we're sitting in the office. Ninety percent of the time, we talk about nothing else or yeah. everything else, and they'd be like, "All right, so here's a couple calls we gotta listen because they recorded some of our calls, which is like Big oh, Brother's I hated watching." That. And we mentioned before we had that camera watching us. So. Yeah, there's the cameras to patrol the facility, <clears throat> but there's that one camera to specifically to watch us. And, and I think it like even looked at our computer trust. screen, right? What's that? Was it aimed at our computer screen and all that? I don't think it was aimed. I don't know. You you I don't think you tapped into it all the time. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, <laughs> I was a little more tech-savvy than a lot of people, so when we got that upgraded, that system, like, I had the app, and so I'd watch it from home. I'd watch it from, like, when I was doing my military things, like, in Stockton, so it was always cool. <laughs> you used to text me something like, quit picking your nose. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm not, so there. <laughs> uh, and then you look over, and you always flip me off, probably. Yeah, look at the camera and flip you off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, so the first guy, you know, he hired us. Or hires well, he maybe hired you too, but he hired me, mm-hmm. and like he knew what we were doing. So we had the the thing that always bugged me. We had that certain script we had to read, oh, right? God. We had to go through like don't even try to remember it like line by line. But we had no, to do no, the. I think I blocked that from my mind just because of painful memories. We had to do the whole like uh, get to know them, like what are they using it for, and then mm-hmm. we work them with size, and then then if the, we fill them like trying to pull away from our fishing line, we have to like uh, rope them in with yeah, the discount. Tries, yeah. All this garbage. So, the thing that worked for us, we worked on the Blackstone area, which mm-hmm. just Blackstone in general. It's it's a crummy area, right? It's a business area. There's, <clears throat> there's not a whole lot of well. There's Low residential business. behind it. Yeah. But the the Blackstone Street itself, it's all businesses, and it's not the best part of Blackstone. Yeah. It's the older part of Blackstone. And like the, the, the there's a bar. There's a couple bars like mm-hmm. within walking distance, and it's the classic where you have. Um, there's even gun stores around there probably it just has it was probably the most i felt at home as far as coming from south central if, if that makes you feel better <laughs> but it's kind of like a, you know especially since i live there so i heard noises like it was never quiet really because there's always traffic going on and the way the the layout is of that facility it echoes because it has oh, to i bet yeah because it's all enclosed <clears throat> yeah and you know two stories and 
I didn't even think about that, but then when I had like people over, they start saying like, uh, they start putting in my head about like ghosts, and because I am all alone there, and you have these um, these hallways, and so yeah, you have the motion sensing lights, so stuff no, pops yeah. on, and there's nobody there. Ooh, but it was always <laughs> one of those. I, I did a couple sort of um, paranormal type, you know, stuff <laughs> to try to seances. <laughs> it's probably just the birds. Yeah, yeah, the little bird's nest, because they always had nest in there. You always had the, the little swooping thing, you know. Where they, they... I know, they dive bomb you as you're <laughs> going into the hallway. It's like, dude, so, this so let is me my show... hallway, not yours. Let me show you this story. Okay, so we have torpedoes through here, but it's all right, man. This is our part of our security system, just torpedoes, you know. I remember it was like right before, <clears throat> it was one of the last days <clears throat> I worked. They had just hired the new manager, and I was in with, like, my last couple of days while they were training him, and... uh I was showing a unit to a guy and um, he wanted the smallest unit we had. And so I was taking him up the building. It's like, okay, we only have one. So, you know, we'll head up here. And I was like halfway up the stairs. I could see, you know, on ground level of the the upstairs hallway. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a mouse right in the middle of the hallway dying. (laughs) I was like, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I made a mistake. We rented this one out, you know, just late last night so um this one's not available anymore we got to go to this one over here you mean you didn't want to like walk over like look at our poison works i mean it's not like it would have affected me much considering i was he was already on the way out yeah but uh yeah and so on your sense of duty i guess yeah so you know i took him to another unit and sent him on his merry way and i popped back up there and the mouse was still there so I went over to the regional manager who was there for the training of the oh, new yeah. manager. Yeah. I'm like, there's a mouse in the middle of the hallway up there, and I'm seven months pregnant, and I'm not going to go touch it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so like, up to it. So he went to try and touch it and scoop it into a cup, but it had just enough energy to run and crawl under the door of a unit. Oh, no, man. <laughs> so to die, like, huh? I was yeah. like, he's like, should we call those people? So that's on you, dude. He's yeah. like. I don't think he called him. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I wouldn't. I would have just been like, because out of sight, out of mind, you know, out of my sight, out of mind. Know it was there. Yeah. Even though he's like, well, what are we doing the video? I oh, was just trying to like collect butterflies. I don't know. I'm down there on the ground. <laughs> well, they didn't see the video. <clears throat> so. See, and the way I handled rodent problems, remember, um, we've talked about it for the last couple of weeks, but there was a, it was actually a mouse that was dying. <laughs> it was just us there, right? It wasn't like yeah, we didn't have a manager yeah, there. It was just you and me but my god dude well i always had creative ways to dispose of of well, creams in particular you were like a little gory a yeah. little it was a little uh jason <laughs> it was like a half he was half dead he was sitting on the ground it had had poison <clears throat> it was dying yeah so he wasn't in the in the um what do they call that in the throes of um I don't know. I can't remember what the phrase I was trying to think of. But basically... But yeah, it was out in the open. It wasn't hiding. And he wasn't running anywhere. And so my way to dispose of him, like, I picked him up from his tail, I think. No, and, you picked him up with a shovel. Oh, that's even cooler. Like, I was very hands-off. I'm, I'm one of those... I don't like to leave my, my prints on, on any crime scenes. But I flicked him in the air as, as high as I could and watched him drop. And he did kind of, like, you know, cracky little skull, I guess. But he was not done yet, so... <laughs> So what was my next order of business? I'll, I'll let you tell it since you love it so much. <laughs> tell it for my... Well, first, you know, you told me it was there. Yeah. So you went and you got the shovel <clears> and you come out and it's on the tip of the shovel because the side door was open. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I was in the office. The side door was open. You were showing me everything you were doing. Right, check this so, out, Beth. So you, you had it on the tip of the shovel and you flung it 
<laughs> up in the air. Yeah. And I see land on the ground. You made that splat. I can't remember if you told me what you were going to do next Probably or not. if you just went and did it, but you went and got the golf cart. Yeah. And he ran over it with the golf cart. With both tire, both side tires. I think tires. twice. I think, didn't you like back, I back up? up? Yeah. I've always wanted to do that from like movies or cartoons. So like you could do the backup and then make sure you finish the job. Yeah. So he did that. <laughs> and then he had to clean it up. <laughs> and it, and it, la- it but, left a nice Picasso. But, yeah, one, once he cleaned it up, the splat of the guts of the the mouse had made this interesting design on the pavement. So he felt the need to go get his camera oh, yeah. and take pictures of it. Well, it was like a Rorschach test, right? It was like... Uh, there was like some green because of the poison. Yeah, because of the poison, yeah. Pink because of the guts. And it was just gross. It was a cool-ass mix, man. So, I, <laughs> and, and remember, we're like staring at it and stuff. And then... You were. Oh, well, I'm fascinated <laughs> by stuff like that. I, see, I'm one of those... I like to... When I when I make a kill, I like to watch the life escape from his oh, eyes. God. But so that guy from the corner that owned that, that chop... Uh, where they chopped the oh, metal the, stuff. the metalworks, yeah. Yeah, the metalworks. Like, he came over, right? He's like... What the hell are you guys yeah. doing? Because we're standing there all like fast, and he's like, "I'm he over there working." Cool, yeah, yeah. He's very straight. He always like didn't even say something like, "You're you're you're crazy" or something like that. Like you're an idiot. Like just in a in a friendly way. He's just like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, came over and we're like, "Check it out, man!" And he just kind of like he just he yeah, just had I think this, he looked over and he saw you like just staring at the pavement. I was like, what is he staring? Yeah, at? he's like he's like I'm over there working. Like I just had to find out what's going on. So he <laughs> yeah. came over and then he just kind of like. I don't. I don't think he was as impressed as we were. He's just kind of like, he just shook his head he was like. Just kind of like, you guys are crazy. He's like, I, I don't. I don't get this new generation. And he like, he like walks <laughs> off and stuff. <laughs> He's one of those cool tenants because even even to the last you know time I was there, every what Saturday or Sunday he'd come Sunday. over, yeah. and those were my days off. I believe Sundays and Mondays. Sunday, Monday, yeah. Yeah. Um, who cares? And he would say, you know, like you know, I'm going to be here on a Sunday. Would that bother Tony? You know. Yeah, and, and he even asked me every time he'd see me. Which was once a week, or he'd come pay, like, hey, is it? And I'm like, dude, I don't care. Like, I'm up by that time, or. Uh, yeah, because he's like, I'm going to be cutting, because they had their, their metal cutters. Yeah, big old. They, um, they were pretty loud, but he, he was very considerate. He, can, he, he knew he I was an idiot. that somebody was living there, you know. Even though he knew I was an idiot, he just thought it was like, uh, <laughs> it's okay if I wake you up, man. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it's, and so that's why we. I think the majority of tenants were fine. It was more of the ones that we had. To, and like I said, he was once a week. So the ones we had to see all the time were the ones that bothered yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of, <clears> yeah, the <throat> majority of the tenants, usually we we never saw. Because they just either pay mail online, in their payments yeah. or pay online or, you know, never really, you know, did any, come in, came into the office with a bother or anything. It was the ones that were there day to day or, you know, came in as soon as the, so we had the gate hours. The only time that people thought like, well, as long as I'm here, you know, before 10, it's okay, right? I could just stay here as long as I need to. Like, no. no the at, gate shuts off. Yeah, it's locked. You can't come in or out. And then once in a while you get the moron that's like, well, I see that you leave or come. He's like, yeah, because I live here. So I got like 24-hour access, mm-hmm. dildos. But so we had the people and that. they go, oh, what do I do to get 24-hour access? You got to work here. Yeah, <laughs> well, unless you want to work here, which I hope you don't. I think there was a few people that did, but they had to pack Pass a background check. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, the, DJ, the DJs, yeah, yeah, because they were coming in like one or two at night to put their equipment back after a gig. Which I worked for them after yeah. I, I, I got. I fired. mean, he was totally cool. 
Yeah, I remember. He was, he was definitely a businessman, but he was totally cool. He wasn't trying to live there. It was strictly what was intended for. And he, you know, every time, like, we did a, a rate increase or whatever, he always tried to, like, negotiate, which is, he's a business guy. He's a business guy, yeah. yeah. So you can't follow. Uh, of course, it was annoying when, you know, I'm on a call or I'm trying to, like, do my paperwork or it's, like, five minutes left before I, I my shift ends or my uh, sentencing ends or whatever. <laughs> but And then we had the one unit on the outside, which... For the most part, we had the long-term guy that had it. Yeah, there was a long-term uh, <clears throat> tenant that had it. I think it was a, a carpet business. Guy? It wasn't the carpet guy, was it? No. Nah, he got it after. He got it afterwards. Yeah. I think it was uh, some office building that stored their um, their documents there. And they had it for quite a while, I yeah. think, until... Yeah, because I remember it was a big um 24 by project. 24? Yeah, oh. it, was, it was... Yeah, it was huge. Because yeah. I think I moved into half of it. After they moved out, um, <laughs> the D, the DJ moved into half of it once these people moved out because he needed a, a huge unit for yeah. all their equipment, and he wanted the extra space to be able to go around and and maneuver around everything. Yeah. So so it was that unit plus an- another huge one that you can access from the outside. Hmm. It it was a big consolidation project for that company. They were there pretty much all day for like two weeks oh. you know just they they had um those companies that shred documents for you yeah okay they had those people coming in and just giving them boxes and boxes and boxes so but yeah once they moved out um everyone is scrambling for that unit because you didn't need you, you can get into it whenever 24 you hours want, yeah. well I, I remember for a period we had a hard time renting that one out and i ended up renting it to that one uh we'll get to her later but uh, um, well, yeah, that one of the <clears throat> ones that's the name that I mean, there are certain peoples with certain names that all, were always bad news. Hmm. Yeah, Remember or those? well, a lot of them just kind of trans like they changed. There was plenty that you know they got into drugs or something happened and you know they wound up in homelessness or whatever and through their choices and stuff. And that's mm-hmm. where it gets where. But there was all there was one for a male, one for a female, and it, every single time we went to somebody with one of those two names. They were, they were trouble. Really? Mm-hmm. You know what? I might even block them up. What are those two names? For the girls, it was Michelle. And for the guys, it was William. Oh, William's for sure. Yeah. Or variations of Bill, uh, Will. Yeah. Liam, whatever. What have you. Yeah, I think yeah, that... yeah, for the guys, it was Williams. Yeah. And for the girls, it was Michelle's. All Michelle's were problems and all Williams were problems. I don't... There was more than one because the last one was Michelle. I might just block I think, all these I think one. we did Kelly, too. I think there was a couple Kellys we had problems with, but I could, I could be wrong. See, I don't remember Kellys. But all right, let's, before we kind of keep going too far, let's kick a couple of these names out. So I got my little poem book here. It's kind of hard to read these stupid glasses. <laughs> there oh, you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't long enough. I'm, I'm trying to build up to that. So where are your real glasses? I didn't bring them, of course. <laughs> all right, so the first one, Beth, I'll kick it to you. All right, it's a Zealot Returning from His Exodus. Trying to import his religious doctrines on deaf ears. You know who that is? I kind of, ha- I think I know clues that might help you. I don't know it, but I think I know enough to for you to guess it. I think he had one of the side units way towards the back. He always kind of preached like religious stuff. He was like Jesus stuff. I can't remember his name. It might have been Robert too. I don't remember. But you remember that from the back side? Towards like the back gate where the, where their dumpsters were, mm-hmm. it was one of those way back there. Like he was very religious. I think he had a van. 
he was an older dude. He had a van, and he always was, you know, always kind of preached the word of the Lord and stuff. And I don't remember him. So I, I think uh, that I have vague memories of that. I think I don't think he was there. I think this is better. If we just keep going down the list. Mm. So that's a uh, uh, maybe. Suppose has been it's in quotations. Suppose has been beauty, constant talking, devoid of meaning, complete with trash. That uh, sound. Do you want me to say the names? I'll probably bleep it, but yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Uh, was that the uh, the really scrawny one that had her boyfriend on? Yeah, yeah. What was his boyfriend's name? Oh, I don't. Was it the J word? I think I think it was like Josh or Jason. Something like that, yeah. Jason.